Welcome to Get in the Herd, a podcast about addiction and recovery brought to you by the McShin Foundation. If you or a loved one are looking for real discussions about addiction, recovery, stigma, advocacy, and most importantly, hope, then stick around. Thanks for joining us. Now sit back and get ready for another great episode of Get in the Herd. Get in the herb here at the Machine Foundation, where we are all about healing family and saving lives. Yes, yes, we want to welcome you today to our Testify Tuesday. Yes, we're going to talk about the goodness of God and all he has done for us, through us, that other people can see his goodness and ask, what must I do to come into that relationship here at the Machine Foundation, every third Tuesday of the month, uh, the Machine Foundation allow breaking the bondage of addiction ministry to come in. Well, we are in full operation and service every Sunday, every Sunday from 9.30 to 11 a.m. a.m. here at the Machine Foundation. So we invite you guys to uh, log in, to, to view us, to, to come in. We're doing a live uh, in-house service every Sunday from 9.30 to 11 a.m. But I'm excited. I'm excited because Nathan, he shared this space every third Tuesday. We call it Testifying Tuesday, where we're able to bring uh, community uh, members in, uh, other partners we partner with here at the Machine Foundation. Uh, but this Tuesday, this Testifying Tuesday, we're going to talk about our first our first year celebration uh, with Breaking the Bondage of Addiction Ministry. And I have two partners with me. I tell you, these two right here, I'm going to let them introduce themselves in their own special way. But Melvina, you talking about a co-partner here at the Machine Foundation and Breaking the Bondage of Addiction Ministry. You know, when God laid that in my heart, you know, uh, I, I really prayed and asked God to send me someone who not only uh, to empower me, right, but also push me uh, to that next place in ministry. And I have Melvina uh, working on my side. I tell you, man, she's just a great inspiration to the ministry here at the Machine Foundation, breaking the bondage of addiction ministry, and also to my life, you know, uh, and also to my life. Uh, and to my left, this guy right here, I tell you, man, I'm so honored because I do have a pastor. Believe this, I do have a pastor, uh, Bishop Melvin Williams Jr., uh, who who released me to come here at the Machine Foundation uh, to start breaking the bondage of addiction ministry. But I tell you, I, I don't wish anything on my pastor. But me and my wife, we've been in conversation all the time. If something were to happen to my pastor, this man right here. My pastor is a person who guard govern and protect your spiritual walk with God. And, and I tell you, man, he, this man right here, Pastor Wesley Taylor, he's a leading example of, of guardianship, uh, fatherhood, husband. I mean, it take a man to teach a man how to be a man. So I'm empowered. I am empowered to have these two people. <laughs> Uh, here today uh, on Testifying Tuesday and also celebrating, you know, our first year 
this Sunday, this Sunday at 10.30, I mean at 9.30, from 9.30 to 11, are breaking the bondage addiction ministry. We are so grateful for the Machine Foundation who allow us to come uh, and celebrate the ministry here. You know, the Machine Foundation, they always had a spiritual service. They always had a spiritual service, but it was in the midst of the pandemic. You know, a lot of church closed down, a, a lot of place that people could go and get that connection with God. You know, uh, there wasn't open. But we know, we know, I know these two right here, they know, we know that we are the church. We mm -hmm. are the body of believers. We are the church. And we aren't going anywhere. I think Kirk Franklin started that first. We are the church. We ain't going nowhere. I, I know I can't sing. Y'all continue <laughs> praying for me. Don't nothing change on this platform. I can't sing here. In the, but look, you guys. I'm excited to see how God going to utilize his time. And what is time? Time is things I must earn. And I have earned relationship with these two. So I'm going to let uh, Melvina, I'm going to let Melvina unpack herself. Uh, she could share where she at. Uh, she could talk about her relationship with God. Uh, one thing I like about being here at the Machine Foundation and breaking the bonds of addiction ministry, we are non-denomination. So, hey, whatever how you understand God, how he relates to you. One thing we know, uh, it take one to teach one. Each one, reach one. Iron, sharper iron. Am I my brother keeper or my sister keeper? So it's my responsibility to release my relationship because we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our mouth. So Sister Melvina, I'm going to give you the mic. I'm going to give you some space and I'm going to let you do whatever it is that God will have you to do. Woo, woo, woo. Testify Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. Thank you, Walter, for extending the opportunity for me to, you know, sit here, you know, with you. And it's a honor and a privilege to be invited to do ministry, you yes. know, with you. Yes. Particularly ministry focused on recovery and addiction. Um, so me being a person, you know, in long-term recovery, just, you know, seeing how, um, this pandemic has really opened up opportunities in a way that we didn't have before. And just to see that the message of recovery is still going forward. Amen. Um, despite and even, um, Jesus's mandate to go into all the world, it's mm. still happening despite, yes the pandemic right because as they say you can't keep a good woman or a good man down you can't keep Come a on. good word down Woo! Amen. right good. you can't keep it down <laughs> yeah. so um the word is going to go forth regardless and so we're thankful and i'm thankful for this ministry called breaking the bondage mm -hmm. you know and i've said to you you know many times it's like that's the name of the ministry and even though i've been walking with god intentionally mm -hmm for the past 31 years mm. and sometimes I fall off the wagon um, <laughs> and thank God that he's a God of multiple opportunities. Yes. Yes. But you know, this ministry, it, it has helped to break bondage in me. Mm. Right. So I'm not that advanced in my relationship with God or recovery that I, you know, that I don't need help. I still need help. And mm. so um, just to be in a place where the freedom. So the thing about breaking the bondage of addiction ministry, there's a freedom that I experience mm -hmm. when I'm here. And uh, the saints that attend, they mm -hmm. also say this. They say the same thing, that mm -hmm. there is a freedom 
that we experience. So, you know, God is in the business of rebuilding and restoring and recovering lives. And so to see God do that with other people and for me to, you know, get in God's way so that he can continue to work in me and through me, it, it's a wonderful thing. And so, um, you know, God is doing something through this ministry. I've said that to you many times. Um, you have an awesome opportunity before you to uh, do a new thing. God is always doing something new. So we need not look for God to do what he did because God said that's not new. Um, That's not a miracle. A miracle is not something that happened. A miracle is something that has never happened before. So stay tuned, not just here at Breaking the Bondage, but you out there in TV land, stay tuned, be aware and alert to what God is trying to do in your life. It might hurt a little bit because change, you know, sometimes hurt, but you'll be better for it. You know, I know that I'm better, you know, because I got in God's way, you know, like just get in his way. He'll find you, you know, yes, get he right will. on in his way. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he'll hook he you up. <laughs> Thank yes, you. You know, uh, you know, you know that you, you said a few things, Melvin. I think I'm going to unpack in, in a minute. I want to let uh, Pastor Weston jump in here real quick. But you said a few things. One, uh, you said your 31 years walk with God. And uh, and that may not impress the next person, mm-hmm. but that mm-hmm. impresses me. You're talking about Certainly. 31 years. And, um, and here at the Breaking the Bondage of Addiction Ministry, we talk about from a 12-step perspective, and we also talk about a biblical-based perspective. You know, uh, so when we could claim that one thing, we're talking about a hard thing that we give to God. And I know my hard thing was addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I gave God that addiction. I'm telling you, that crack, smoking crack, cocaine, oh my God. I gave that to God 26 years ago. Mm-hmm. And now you're right, in some other things, I have continued to fall short and choose short. Mm. But that one right there, right. woo, glory, <laughs> testified Tuesday. I ain't smoked crack in 26 years, and I am grateful. Yeah. So when you said that, that look, that just blew my mind automatically. But you know, um, something else that came to me when you was talking, I started looking at uh, Pastor Wesley Teller because I was very impressed uh it was very impactful, and I know that people receive a word of God. It was in our, our Father's Day program we had here. Uh, we was outside in the cookout area, and I asked Pastor Wester Teller if he would come speak to the men. And he came over here, mm-hmm. and you talking about breaking some some bondages. And again, I'm grateful. I could stand on I ain't smoke crack cocaine in, in 26 years. I could stand on that one. But when Pastor Wester Teller, he came that day and it seemed like the words that was coming out of his mouth, you know, it was just releasing hope to God's people. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to put a title on the addiction that we are addicted to. But what we was able to look at was the behavior of the people who walked away chain. So Pastor Wesley Teller, we was excited that day you came, and I'm more excited today knowing that your present at breaking the bondage of addiction ministry meant more, but the words, and you said it, the words that came out your mouth, because we know the heaven and the earth, it's going to mm-hmm. pass, mm-hmm. but we got to stand on the word. Can you give us a word today, Pastor? Come on, Pastor, this is my pastor. First and foremost, <laughs> first and foremost, Pastor Randall, I'm just, I'm so excited. And um, I, I will have to admit to, to you and Melvina and to everyone, I feel a little bit out of element. Uh, 
but I feel like I'm in place, if that yes. makes any sense yes. at all. Yes. Um, because God doesn't make mistakes. That's right. That's and, right. And, and he introduced me, first of all, first and foremost, I'll, I'll do a formal introduction. Take your time, sir. Uh, Take my, your time. Name, my name is <laughs> Pastor Wesley Taylor, and uh, I pastored Calvary Temple Church in Petersburg. I also pastor at the House of Prayer Church in Richmond and um, I birthed a ministry in Maryland, which is still going on. So I pastor there as well. I have an executive pastor there and um, just more affectionately um, referred to as Pastor Wes or just Wes or hey, or what's up? <laughs> <laughs> we love him. We love him. But but when I tell you, I'm just I'm elated to be a part um, that you invited yes, me yeah. to come into this space. Yes. Because what I have, what I have, uh, what I, what has, it has impacted me in the sense that I've been introduced and I want everybody to really get this right here because this really impacted me. I've been introduced to a new community of faith mm -hmm. That's good. Yes. because, because, um, you know, in, in my upbringings, um, the community of faith were just the people that mm -hmm. attended the church. Oh. Or, or were affiliated with church, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Those that we know. Yes. But being attached and being connected with the McShin Foundation yes. and the Breaking the Bondages of Addiction Ministries, yes. it introduced me to a whole new community, a whole nother community of faith. And, mm -hmm. and 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 Pastor Randall says it oftentimes. He, he'll 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 quote the scripture. There are sheep that are not of my fold. That's, That's right. right. That's right. And That's and right. this is really impact. This 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 is really um, manifesting that scripture, mm -hmm. because uh, now I know that there are people that believe in God, mm -hmm. but they, they they may not wave their hand like me. Come on. <laughs> they, they they may not be behind the mic every Sunday like That's me. Right. That's right. They may not even uh, worship God like me. Come on now, you but, teach but they have their way of worshiping That's God right. and they have their faith. That's right. And we cannot discredit their faith. And That's I thank right. God for this experience yes. because, um, you know, in our traditional upbringings, yes. you know, there, there are spaces where we just feel like, okay, these folks right here are the ones that have faith. Yes. And these are the people right here. And God don't hear the prayers of a sinner. Mm, I'm on, so teach. glad that's teach, not true. Teach, right. teach, teach. I'm so, Melvina, I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't know about you. Pastor Randall, but yes. I'm so glad that that's not true. I'm so yeah. glad that he heard my cry. Because yeah. I was a sinner, I'm so cry, glad man. that he heard my prayer. Because had he not heard my prayer, Come on, God. I would not have been given the Come opportunity on. to for redemption. Yes. And, and, and also understanding that breaking the bondages mm. of addiction mm. are not just those traditional addictions. So now this whole community of faith that yes. we've been introduced mm -hmm. to, um, Pastor Randall, that you yes. have allowed me to, to come into this space lets me also un helps me to understand also that we, I know that you may be focusing on traditional addictions, mm -hmm. but this thing goes further than just yes. tradition. Absolutely. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, That's right. but against principalities and powers yes. and spiritual wickedness in high places. Yes. And this ministry is impacting yes. not only the traditional addictions, yes. but those addictions that we sit right in the church and we have. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. And Absolutely. those are not the ones that we're going to get up on a testimony Tuesday or testify or, 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 Tuesday. Te or testify Wednesday or testify Sunday and say, first, giving honor to the spirit of Christ. Yeah. I'm addicted to such and such. No, right. no but no. this 
but the principles, yes. but the principles that are used here in this ministry, yes. uh, breaking the bondage of, the, of addiction yes. ministry, we can use those same principles yes. um, to apply to our lives as well. So I'm just excited yes. beyond Man. beyond speech Oof. to be connected um, with this ministry and, and yeah. the both of you all and this whole organization. Yeah, you know, um, God, you said, you know, a couple of things. Mm. And so one of them is, it's like God hears our prayer, but God hears what we don't pray as well. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, sometimes being quiet is a prayer. So, you know, mm. I always, I always catch God mm. eavesdropping on <laughs> something that I said. So that's that he knows what we have need of before Absolutely we ask. Absolutely what we ask for it. Mm. So, mm. you know, mm. sometimes mm. it's not what I articulate in, in my, with my mouth, but it's like, it says that the Holy Spirit is able to mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. anticipate our groanings mm. and he, you know so our groans mm. our pain mm. you know mm. what we don't say the spirit of god is right there teach, interpreting teach. that stuff so we don't always mm. have to have the right word so for those who think it's like mm. i don't know how to pray right and i don't know the right word there aren't any there's no such thing Ooh. there's no such thing just get in god's way that's all just mm. just cry See, because like babies, when a baby cries, a mother knows when that what mm. type what the baby needs, and they'll say, oh, you know, the baby's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a certain cry that God hears us make that he says, I have mm. to go now. So it's not that he's not answering some things you can handle, and some things it's like, okay, you know what? That this is more than a you know, this is a, a more than a wet diaper, you know. <laughs> Give me a hug. There's something, there's something, yeah, something I need to go down yeah, there and address good. because she's good. she or he has, you know, handled as much as you know yes. they can. Um and then the other thing you were talking about was this community of faith. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the process of doing doctoral work at Virginia Union. Mm-hmm. And and my focus is the recovery community mm-hmm. because the recovery community has a wealth of knowledge yes experience yes. and gifts that the church has not totally tapped into so there are some churches that have recovery ministries and so just allowing a na meeting or aa meeting to come to your church that's okay thank you mm-hmm. right but to welcome mm-hmm. the person in recovery fully their full the fullness of who they are on, those man. gifts talents skills and abilities mm-hmm. that there is a recovery ministry there mm-hmm. so i contend now forgive me for this mm-hmm. but i don't think the church the church people in church they don't tell the truth mm-hmm. right so People in church don't tell the truth. Ouch. All right, Melvina. Ouch. All right. So, and, All right. And I'm saying that because I think that, like, we talk about breaking the bondage. And you alluded to it. Um, mm-hmm. You alluded to it um, when you said it's like in terms of being able to get to the nature of, like, what's really happening with me. Because, you know, Jesus still wants to heal, deliver, and set free. But in order for that to happen, mm-hmm. he always asks questions. What's going on with you? I can't help you unless mm-hmm. I know who you are and mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so we can't just cloud our, you know, problems and praise the Lord or God's going to work it out. All that stuff. It's like in recovery, we learn how to say what it is. Communicate. The ugly thing. truth about some people have prostituted, mm-hmm. murdered people, mm-hmm. raped people, all kinds of stuff. People tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. scripture says, you shall know the truth and mm-hmm. the truth shall mm-hmm. set you free. 
So mm. yeah, praise the Lord and all that, but it's like mm. to get to the exact nature. Mm -hmm. It's like that's what recovery teaches us that we can get to the yeah, exact nature. There may be some shame, you know, associated with that. And you have to be careful about who you share your stuff with, is why that's you're not right. just blabbering it all over the that's place. Right. But the church is God's hospital. Yes. And those of us in recovery that come with some of those things I just named, it's like if the church would just open the door for that. Yes. That yes. type of ministry would, you know, because other people need to know that somebody been through that so that. Mm. I don't feel alone, right? Mm -hmm. Because people yeah. in church will say, you know, God delivered me, but you don't mm -hmm. know what he they got delivered. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I can't identify. I can identify with deliverance. Exactly. But I need to know what did he deliver you from? Exactly. So that way, you know what I mean? Then I know it's like if I'm struggling with my addiction, you went through addiction, I can come and say, yo, I, you know, or whatever it is, you know, gambling yeah. or shopping yeah. or whatever. It's like if I know the what, what it is, then That's I know that there's somebody there who won't judge my behavior, Certainly. but will walk alongside me. Certainly. That's right. And you know what, Melvin? And, and thanks from uh, piggyback unpacking that, what Pastor Wesley was saying. But one thing I like about being here at the Machine Foundation and breaking the bondage of addiction ministry, not only did the Machine Foundation, they was the first uh, community or organization that brought the Recover Organization community. And on November the 11th, we're going to talk more about that. Uh, but also the Machine Foundation bringing in breaking the bondage of addiction ministry here at the Machine Foundation, where they always had a spiritual service, but to bring this type of ministry in here and to watch mm -hmm. how you know we are mirroring or looking to mirror this type of ministry in other locations mm -hmm. within the Richmond area. Uh, one thing I like about Pastor Wesley as well, uh, Melvina, and maybe Pastor Wesley could chime in right here at this spot. Uh, there was a season, and we'll still continue to do the work with Pastor Wesley uh, because he do have a church uh, on now my road, uh, the House of Prayer. Uh, and of course, right quick, Justin, can you show that video? Because we had our first baptism uh, through breaking the bondage addiction ministry at Pastor Wesley Taylor's church. Uh, but I said that the leading to the discussion of this conversation, trying to help Pastor Wesley Taylor create uh, a, a ministry uh, within his church. We had sat down, myself, Melvina, you uh, had a conversation on it. And um, after we showed this video, maybe you can uh, give us a little more insight sure. on how you're looking for that operation to exist. Because sure. again, we grateful that God used a machine foundation, the brain breaking the bondage of addiction ministry. But there are so many people out there in our community that need a place. And I know this is one of your desires. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take Absolutely. a look at that. But let's take a look at this video right quick. Uh, this is the first baptism that Pastor Wesley Teller uh, allowed breaking the bondage of addiction ministry to come to his church. Uh, and, and look, and we went down in Jesus' name. Jesus hey, glory. Name. Come on, Pat. Let's show this video. <laughs> talk about Pat or Rob? Yeah. Uh, let's do Pat. Let's do Pat. Pat. Let's All do right. Pat. Patrick, have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? I have. And do you believe he died, was buried, and was resurrected so that we can have life and life more abundant? Yes, I do. Great. Then according to Acts 2 and 38, with the confession of your mouth and the belief in your heart, I therefore baptize you in Jesus' name. <laughs> You know what? Hey, hey, I tell you, man, I'm excited about that. Let's look at Rob Sue. Can we look at Rob Sue? I don't know if this Rob full baptismal, just a clip of him uh, understanding what was taking place. But yes, let's look at Rob Sue. 
I told Robert, even after this baptism, right, being a sinner and salvation, the only thing that's going to actually happen in Robert's life after this baptism is Robert going to sin less. Amen? Amen. Come on. He's going to sin less and less. None of us going to walk out of here in perfection. None of us going to perfect anything. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, Robert's life going to continue. I have seen Robert for the last 20, almost 30. I guess I guess we had more of that on another clip, but but, yeah. but I want you to hear what I just said, Pastor West, and then we're gonna talk about we're gonna shift right. But in that uh, conversation, because sometimes you have to explain to new people when they come in this relationship with Christ what's gonna happen, and don't have those unrealistic expectations because you think God Certainly. is not working. But what I had shared with uh, Rob was when you go and be baptized in the name of Jesus, what's gonna happen? You're gonna sin less. Mm -hmm. Still is centered. You're mm -hmm. gonna send less and less. Don't think everything gonna stop overnight because mm -hmm. you're going down dry, you're coming up wet. That's all mm -hmm. it's gonna happen. But your walk, your lifestyle yeah. is gonna change as you continue to send yourself around a community of believers. They're gonna help to groom you in the lifestyle that Christ will have you to live. Yeah, don't think you can get baptized, you're gonna go home, and everything gonna change overnight. It's that's not that's unrealistic expectation. Mm -hmm. But we do expect a change. If the change comes with just a confession, just to begin mm -hmm. to talk about what you know of God and how he's operating in your life. And I'm grateful for those teaching moments before we actually do the application of the moment, demonstrating the baptism. So mm -hmm. we had a great time at your yes. church, Pastor Wesley yes. Center. But yes. uh, yeah, great. So I'm going to leave that alone. But can you unpack just a little bit of about uh, what you're looking for and how myself and Malvina, we have sat with you several mm -hmm. times and we're still trying to allow God to bring forth the ministry yeah. into full capacity. Come on, Pastor. Well, first and foremost, let me say this, that it shall come forth. <laughs> Other words. I mean, it shall come forth. First and foremost, we uh, we began an embrace recovery program mm -hmm. um, prior to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, when the pandemic hit, um, it just sort of just sort of fizzled out. Mm -hmm. And uh, but we knew how important it was, not just for uh, the community at large, but mm -hmm. also the faith community as well. That's good. Because what we've been given you all and we're beginning to understand that and i understand exactly what you're saying melvin and i and i i um and and i concur but i would like to also say that i do believe that the church is evolving mm -hmm. I, I believe that yeah, we're evolving and mm -hmm. we're 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 coming outside of uh, just the, the the songs that we sing and the clapping of the hand yeah. and just sort of ministering to ourselves mm -hmm. Because um, I think that we're coming into a space now in a place where we're really understanding that God really did call us to go forth. And um, and I shared this several times and, I, and I'm going to get to my point here in a moment that um, that the Lord really exposed. I, I shared with my churches, all three churches, I said, um, I said the, the Lord really exposed us in this pandemic. Mm -hmm. because we were more congregationalists mm -hmm. we were more we were a we were a congregational church mm -hmm. but we called ourselves ministries mm -hmm. and i said the lord really really exposed us because and 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 one question came well how why, why did you say that pastor and i said because simply and i said i had to be transparent with myself uh, because when the pandemic hit the ministry stopped 
Mm-hmm. All the ministry, all the elements of the ministries stopped. Well, that's because the ministry went forth as long as we were congregating. Mm-hmm. So we were a congregational church, mm-hmm. but the Lord has shifted our mentality. And that's where it starts. He shifted our mentality. Mm-hmm. And now whether we congregate or not, ministry has got to go forth mm-hmm. because he said to go forth. Go for it. To, to go to go ye go ye and so we are moving outside of the four walls uh, of our churches and uh, and and one of the things that we have embraced is uh, the embrace recovery program yeah. and now we we're coming together again to revitalize that because we understand our assignment it's not just something we're doing because we think it's a good idea right we're right. doing it because it's an assignment why because That's you know right. it hits home That's right. because now people people of god the 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 folks that are that are strung out on drugs are not just the ones that are outside the church mm. come on and, 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 and when we figured that out when we fi- when we figured that out melvin and when we figured that out uh pastor randall we said hey listen th- this thing is is larger mm-hmm. than just the, it's not them and us mm-hmm. that's right that's right. because that's there are people that are us that's right that are strung out on yes. that Mm-hmm. Yes. Or things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes, when it hits home, then we have more of a of of, of an affinity to to yes. assist and to help. Yes. But um, but so we're revital revitalizing that now and thank God for Melvina, thank God for, yes. for Pastor Randall yes. and the breaking the bondage of a of addiction yes. ministries. Man, this is going to happen. Yes. <laughs> uh we met, and I'm done after this. No, I, no, I take promise. your time, take time, we, take time. We met, we met. Uh, we've been claiming a house across yes. the across yes. the road from us, and yes. um, so our the, the name of the church is House of Prayer H O P. And so we claimed that house uh, because we wanted to become the house of H O P E, the Hope House. Mm. The Hope House. And so we wanted to be a transitional house, and I met with the realtor on yesterday. Yes. And we made them an offer. Yes. And I'm believing, and I said to them, I said, "Listen, y'all, you need to take my offer." Before you make God give it to us. <laughs> Listen, we walk like by faith. That. That's right. And not by and, and some things you gotta speak because when you speak it, you charge yourself to move forward. That's it, Melvin. That's it. So that'll be a part of that process as well, that recovery yes. process as well. So uh, that's what we're trying to do, and that's what we're going to do by God's grace. Yes. Because again, it's not just a good idea. It's an assignment by God. Yes, yes. And you know what, Pastor? Uh, uh, I'm going to jump back on Melvina because I'm not going to let her get away because you just remind me. But Melvina, you mentioned you just mentioned something about your doctoral program and the work that you're doing. And I thank you. I'm not going to say you went over with a minimum of concern, mm-hmm. but uh, you did speak to me. I think it was one day last week. Uh, you asked for permission. And I, I, I love that of you. You know what I mean? Because I believe that, you know, in this ministry of breaking the bondage of addiction ministry, uh, being that you are helping, God is using both of us. I know he spoke to me and I'm grateful that you had an ear to hear God speaking through me. And it wasn't about Walter and the work that you're doing in your doctoral study. You wanted to implement, you know, some of the walk or some of the work or the transition, the stages, the phases. Can you unpack that a little more? Because the reason why I said that, because I'm also proud. I'm telling you, man, I can't believe that. Sometimes I can't believe that it's me. You you good and, and you but me. But I'm sitting here at the table, right, with two, man, she graduated from Simon DeWitt Protocol School of Theology, and now she's in a doctoral program. Mm-hmm. And this guy right here, he just made a decision 
because yes, he is spirit filled. He he got the he got the fire right, but he got the burning. But just to go get the learning, and, and he looked like the, <laughs> the type of person that belongs in Samia DeWitt Practical School of Theology, fifteen hundred North Lombard Boulevard, Richmond, Virginia two three two three zero. I'm just excited that 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 I graduate. I can't believe I believe God, but I graduated. But all of us, you know, have relationship with Samia DeWitt practical school of theology yes. and that's what make me yeah. like so connected but there's like you doing a doctoral program can you unpack a little of that for us on testify you talking about drug let, let me in, in, go ahead <laughs> uh, well i mean one i would consider myself to be a lifelong learner like i've loved yes. learning since i can remember um and then doctoral work um uh, well i have you know, several degrees. So yes. I have a few master's degrees because yes. I'm just greedy for education. I'm addicted to that too. <laughs> um, Don't break so that bond. Yeah. <laughs> so I've you know, worked in the field of substance abuse uh, for 20 years, mental health. And I teach at Reynolds Community College yes, and um, I just launched my jury business. I just have to say that. Like, yes, um, yes. But the doctoral work, it's its something that came to me during the pandemic um, because I never really wanted to do it because I had nothing that I really felt was worthy. Not that it, was, it wasn't anything that I, it was of interest to me. If you do doctoral work, you have to be committed to it. And yes. so um, I see this um, beloved community this faith community of people in recovery and the church being God's hospital. And I just want to be able to have those talk together mm. so that um, we, we, you know, both get to benefit from what the other has to offer, if mm. that's what you want. Um, so I haven't figured it all out yet. Um, but I know that, and just based on uh, what Pastor Wesley is saying, and I'm, you know, glad to, you know, have met you because I've just met you over the past six months and it's been a great um, conversation we've had, Certainly. you know, just to, um, yeah, just have another opportunity to work with God mm -hmm. to bring forth newness in our mm -hmm. world. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's really not new, um, but it is, and it's nice, you know. Um, because there's other churches that are doing this type of ministry. Um, or we just don't tap into those things. So um, as I continue in my studies, you know, with the recovery community, I'm a part of the recovery community. And so um, I'm a part of the church. So when I speak about the church not being truthful, I'm talking about myself. I'm not talking about anybody in particular, yes. you know, yes. because God brought me through the doors of Narcotics Anonymous on June 3rd, 1990. Mm. But he also um, introduced me to the church in August of 1990. And so those ideas can be very difficult to marry at times, um, particularly for people in recovery, the mm. God of my own, own understanding, and then the church you know, church tells you what God is. Recovery does not. Mm -hmm. So being able to marry these ideas mm -hmm. that's good. is, mm -hmm. you know, that's the balance that we, you know, and the church sometimes does not receive people in recovery because mm -hmm. we come with that language. The language seems a little, you know, like, well, what are you talking about? 
But the truth of the matter is we all have a God of our own understanding. None of us really worships the same God. We say it. Mm -hmm. But if you mm -hmm. go home with somebody, if you go see them on Monday, don't Sunday is too holy. Yeah. So go to their house on Monday. <laughs> and good. by Wednesday, I'm so, you know, so we all have this yeah. personal relationship with God as we understand mm. God, whether it's revealed in the Bible, whether it's through the Quran, whether it's through the Bhagavad, whatever, however we get it. Because ultimately, look, God is God, period. Right? In my mind. So there's a supreme being. We name it what we name it, but God is ultimate. And so I just think that the idea that it just even saying mm. that and having the freedom to say that mm. and making room in the church in particular, because mm -hmm. that's what I know. I don't know about the, mm -hmm. I don't know enough about other religions mm -hmm. to tell, you know, but I know um, mm -hmm. the freedom um, mm -hmm. that people get just from touching the hem of his garment. Mm -hmm. Wow. Right. It's by mm -hmm. the blood of the lamb. We overcame by the blood of the lamb. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God is still wanting, you know, desiring to do that work. There is still power, you know, in the in the name of Jesus, still power, mm -hmm. and there's power in the name of recovery. Mm -hmm. You know, so being able to just bring those yes. closer together. Yes, um, I'm just looking forward to how God is going to un unfold that. Thank wow. you. And I'm grateful. I'm 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 grateful because here at the Machine Foundation, uh, bringing in breaking the bondage of addiction ministry. You know, uh, that's what we are able to do. We're able to take the biblical perspective mm -hmm. and the twist up perspective. Uh, and how to look on a Sunday, uh, I normally have a person who will speak on that particular step. And I will find a, a Bible text or either Melvina, and we'll unpack the Bible text and we show them how they relate to us as one. Mm -hmm. um, and show them how the steps actually came out the Bible. But Melvina, you said something that, that really touched me and I, I, I felt a little emotional because uh, I got I got saved, as, as we'll say, in the church, uh, August the 8th, 1988. Mm -hmm. uh, and I tell you, I began my struggle, you know, uh, with my addiction once I got saved in a church because I gave it to God, but I didn't understand how God was going to deliver me from it. Mm -hmm. And I find myself continuing, you know, to use drugs and use alcohol after I knew that I have given my life to God. But at that point, I realized I had to live out my soul salvation, mm -hmm. you know, how I had to get sick or tired of being tired. Mm -hmm. So I told myself that the church didn't work. But when I was able to go through a treatment program in 1992, and then I had an understanding of the disease of addiction. But still, after then, after being clean from drugs and alcohol for two and a half years, because I relapsed, after then I relapsed. So it wasn't until 1995 when I understood the manifestation, how God allowed what happened in August of 8, 1988, that began my journey. Now, everything that I went through, even as today, you know, I have the compassion and the understanding of a relapse. Mm -hmm. I understand how you get church hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, I understand so much. So to blend all of it in one space that we call breaking the bondages wow. of addiction. You know, it's like, wow, God, you know, I had to go through so much to get to this place in you. But Pastor Wesley, I tell you, Melvina, I wouldn't change the journey That's at right. all. You know, mm -hmm. everything I've been through to get to this place. And this is a blessing. You read this is a blessing. 
God told me, Walter, the only way you can be able to keep what you have is by giving it away. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I'm excited yeah. for testify Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I can speak of the goodness of God yes, and all he has done. And I'm so excited that the Machine Foundation, I mean, think about it, man. If it had not been for the Machine Foundation, we would not even be sharing this space at mm -hmm. this table mm -hmm. today. So I'm grateful for the Machine Foundation. You know, John, he does a lot of, I tell you, man, he does a lot of risk-taking factors mm -hmm. uh, with this agency, with this organization, you know, uh, and bringing even this, you know, in this space because traditional people will say, you ain't supposed to talk like that. You're breaking tradition. You ain't mm -hmm. supposed to, but here at the Machine Foundation, they are about saving families, healing families and saving lives. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what they are about. Yeah. And I tell you, man, just to be a part of something that's working, I'm so excited. But one more thing you said, I'm going to get the mic back to either one of y'all, y'all want to, right? But one thing you had said, Malvina, in your conversation, and it took me back to our learning. Uh, one of the professors at Sam DeWitt Practical School of Theology, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Yes. Kennedy, right? Dr. Kennedy. He taught me what tongues actually was. You know, because a lot of times we get saved, baptized, and start speaking in tongues. And he said, could tongues be speaking in a language that's not your norm language. Right. I said, that is too simplistic. And he mm -hmm. said, well, that's tongue. Mm -hmm. Because for some people, if you say mm -hmm. thank you, mm -hmm. just to hear the word thank you, that's an unknown language because people not used to hearing thank you. Mm -hmm. Can tongues be, wow. you look nice today? Wow. Wait a minute, because I'm used to people turning me down. Mm -hmm. But here it is. Now, could tongue be the 12 step language. That's right. Because this is a language that's uncommon to man. Mm -hmm. So when you learn the language of the kingdom mm -hmm. that you operate under, that's one thing my bishop, Bishop Melvin Williams Jr. tell me all the time, Walter, you need to learn the language of the kingdom. And so to learn the language of the kingdom, could that be the language of tongue? Mm -hmm. A language that speaks to people's heart. What comes from the heart reaches the heart. It's and so to be in a place of speaking of tongue. Come on, talk to me, Jesse. That's the man I behind the scenes. It's interesting that you say that because <clears throat> when you think of, of the term speaking in tongues, uh -huh. you know. You see what you see on TV is people, yes. you know, just uh, whatever. Yes. You know, and, and, yes. and it just looks like a completely, it just looks like a show. Yes. You know, and yes. it's interesting that you say that in that, you know, type of I, I, I don't know what the word is, but like, yeah, you're, you're, you're actually right. You know, the 12 steps is, you know, that's, that's a language that could be considered speaking in tongues, you know? Um, so I just, just wanted to throw, uh, throw my two cents in there, but, but it's interesting that you talk about that. Yeah. And you know, I'm sorry. Oh no, you're good. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So tongues, you know, so I think people shy away from these spiritual gifts because, what we have, how we have seen it demonstrated, mm -hmm. um, depending on the denomination, you know, that mm -hmm. you're in. But um, when you get baptized, you learn, you know, a new way of, so language is not just words. It's also behavior. That's language. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking, my, my, my lifestyle speaks whatever it is, you know, so God is doing a new thing in my life. That's a new language, mm -hmm. right? That's a, you know, that's a tongue of another way. It's like, that's not that's the way good. I used to live, but now I'm living another way, you know? That's and good. then there's also, you know, the tongues of, 
you know, whatever that holy language is. So not to mm -hmm. discount or minimize mm -hmm, what that mm -hmm, is, mm -hmm. because there is that heavenly language. And some people, you know, I don't know how to determine who's really speaking in tongues mm -hmm, and who's, I don't mm -hmm. know how to determine that. And I'm not even going to get into that. So, <laughs> because that, you know, like, I don't want to say what God does and what God does. Certainly, I don't know, certainly. you know, yeah. so God uses everybody differently. Um, you know, but most of us probably can understand the everyday use mm. of body language mm. and a person mm. talking a new way and behaving a new, a new way, way and like thinking that. a new way. There's a new language. Most of us can identify, you know, with, you know, that as a language. And so that's what we're talking about, mm. you know, here today, when you talk about embrace recovery, yeah. you know, and it's the so different funny. things that you want to do. It's yeah. like the, the, um, like there's a bigger community than the church community. There's, other sheep out there that's mm -hmm. a new that those sheep speak a different language and we mm -hmm. have to learn how to be bilingual mm -hmm. or trilingual yeah. or multilingual yeah. whatever yeah. it takes you know we have that's to learn to understand you know um and then one thing i want to say before um you take over so i do want to acknowledge the mcshin foundation mm -hmm. um as well so i've known about the McShin Foundation like for a long time. And I actually remember them when they had just a desk at Rubicon. Wow. The Mc this was like 2004, somewhere around in there, yes. that they had a desk at Rubicon on McTavish Street. Yep. yep. And from that desk, hmm. the McShin Foundation, God, you're talking about the Jabez prayer, mm. huh. enlarge my territory. Mm. God has enlarged the territory mm -hmm. of the McShin Foundation because its reach mm -hmm. has gone far beyond Richmond, that one desk that they had. Oh, so wow. the vision, you know, so I'm thankful mm -hmm. for, you know, John Schinhauser and his wife, yes. um, Carol McDade, who does, you know, all this advocacy. Yes. I mean, they have really put a face mm -hmm. on addiction in, you know, Central Virginia. Yes. You know, just all of what they do to bring to the world, like to decrease the stigma of addiction and um, to see people who are struggling with addiction as everybody else. You know, we just have some different mm -hmm. issues going on. But yeah, I'm very, very appreciative of the work that the McShin, you know, foundation has started and continues to do in the community to rebuild lives. Wow. I would say, man, this this is rich. <laughs> this is <laughs> Le Long d'Amour. <laughs> that's French for the language of love. And we're ah, talking about yeah. language. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And and when we talk about the mm. I, I think the weight of the scripture that we're referencing without actually saying it is and, mm. and they and they all heard them when the mm. when the uh mm -hmm. the, the Holy Ghost ascended. Uh-huh. The Bible said, and they all, and they all heard. So, so the Holy Ghost or the, the tongues uh -huh. was more about manifestation. Mm -hmm. It filled, but it ministered. Mm -hmm. It filled, but it wasn't just for those that were the mm -hmm. 120. Mm -hmm. It was more for those that heard. Mm -hmm. And so the strength of that text is they all heard them speak in their own language. language. 
Go ahead now. Go ahead. You could and, and, and you just and you just <laughs> talked about that. We 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 have to learn that language. That language and not it. so much that we need to go and, and sit with them to try to figure out everything that they're saying. That's their right. dialect. Mm -hmm. That's we're right. not talking about dialect, we're talking about language. Mm -hmm. And they all heard them speak. We we need to learn their language, not so much their dialect. The language is the language of love. Mm -hmm. And so we don't we don't need to know how to I, I, I didn't grow up in the streets. I'm a, I'm a country boy. I grew up in Prince George mm -hmm. County, Virginia, not Prince George's. I moved mm -hmm. to Maryland and, and was there for 20 years. <laughs> I'm not talking about Prince George's. I'm talking right right down there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so I don't know. I don't know about about the streets. Mm -hmm. and, and I would do myself a disservice to try to go out in the streets and try to figure out, you know, how to operate in the street. Mm -hmm. But one thing I do understand is the language of love. Mm -hmm. The language of love, it's, it, it, it crosses all of the borders and all of the, it, wherever you are, uh, sexually, whether, whether, wherever you are in terms of your, um, uh, in, in terms, wherever you come from, mm -hmm. the language of love is applicable. Of love. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about, and they all heard them speak, what did they hear them speak? Mm -hmm. They heard them speaking in their own language, mm -hmm. but it was God that was giving, he was speaking the language of love to them. Mm -hmm. I care so much about you that I'm speaking these languages mm -hmm. so that you can hear it. Mm -hmm. And so that you can understand, you understand what they're saying. Mm -hmm. And so That's good. the language, the language, y'all. And, and, and I just, that, that just jumped in my heart when, That's in my good. spirit, when That's you talked good. about those languages. The, the lang but, but, but let me tell you, justice, that, that, that guy behind the scene that, that you guys in Cameraland don't see. Uh, but, but what you did, Justin, you stirred up this conversation that we also have in the recovery community, right? And, and Mel Vinegar attested this, uh, in the recovery community, there's a difference between recovering and being absent. I'm going to mm -hmm. say that again. In the recovery community, Good. there's a difference in okay. being in recovery and just being absent, right? Now, if you are in recovery, there's a language that we speak in recovery. In other words, those who know, we know those who don't know when they begin to open their mouth. Wow. Because most times they're going to speak their personal experience that has got them this far in life. But in recovery, there's a language that has been spoken to the 12 steps that we practice that are spiritual in nature. Now, everything that's practical ain't spiritual, but everything that's spiritual is practical. Good. That's why there's a language, you know, uh, and at some part of Melvina discussion earlier, uh, she was, I forgot exactly at what point she was at, but what I was hearing was the admission, you know, admitting, you know, mm -hmm. when we confess you know, that we don't know, you know, because they already know we don't know. Mm -hmm. When you are newly into the recovery community, we already know you can't come into a, a, a new land, right? Right? With, with, with a closed mind. It's like you you don't know how this works. So when you come here, we already know you don't know. That's why we want you to learn the language of this kingdom, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. this recovery process, this speaking in tongue. This is a language you can't interpret until you get to learn it. I do recall somewhere in the Bible, I, I don't know all scriptures and I don't know that, but I do know somewhere in the Bible, Paul was talking about that he rather that we not even speak in that language that no one can interpret it or no one understand it. It's something I know, you know, Pastor, I ain't, I ain't been saved all my life. It was a season I was out there getting the boogaloo in. I was smoking and joking and doing some more things. But when I came into a relationship with God, 
a lot of those things that my mother and my grandmother had taught me, you know, it came into my understanding. And like the seed was planted, you know, even when I was choosing to do wrong. So now that I came into relationship, like Melvina said, with God as I understood him, now his word began to live in my daily action. My behavior exemplify a change in my life. So that could be the tongue, like she said, my behavior. I don't go to the places I used to go. I don't even associate with the people. I'm telling you, just last year, within the two years, the circle of people who God had allowed me to center myself among like these two, because you guys, this is what I learned. Hey, Jesse, you ready? I learned I am on as strong as my support group, right? And then I also learned if I'm the smartest person in my group, I need to change groups. That's why I jumped in these two people back pocket. Female and male, God use who he choose, but I'm just excited. I'm excited about what has happened with breaking the bondage of addiction ministry within this last year. Again, you know, this Sunday we'll be celebrating. As a matter of fact, let me show you yeah, our, yeah. our, our T-shirts uh, for our viewing audience. You see that? Breaking the bondage. Okay, y'all got. Okay, okay, you got. Oh, 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 I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Y'all work with it. Can you see it now? Breaking the. Okay, okay, we got it. We're gonna make it work. Yeah. Breaking the bondages of addiction ministry. Now turn around in the back. I want y'all to see the back. This is really important. The back is so important. I'm telling you, look at that, man. You're talking about the Machine Foundation put their logo on the shirt, man. When you got a foundation like Machine, come on, they take risks. They brought breaking the bondage of addiction ministry in here, man. They say, Walt, you got our seal of approval. And then here it is. We have a mask. The mask have breaking the bondage of addiction ministry. And on the other side, it has the Machine Foundation. It has their phone number where you can get in contact mm. if you need services here at the Machine Foundation. I tell you, man, it's a great organization. Please go out on the website, take a look at it. You know, uh, I'm, I'm I'm just excited. I'm excited about, about, about this session that we mm. had here at the Machine Foundation. I'm excited about what God is doing and Pastor Wesley, like, oh, Melvina, life. I mean, these yeah. two right yeah. here. I'm I'm excited, man. And uh, I guess we got about a few more minutes. Y'all have any closing remarks before I, I, I do the benediction? <laughs> I, I'd like to say, I'd like to piggyback off of something that Melvina brought up a moment ago. Yes. And that thing just jumped up in my spirit because um, she talked about, she talked about um, making room. Mm -hmm. And as we continue from this conversation here, mm -hmm. uh, and, and the, the Bible talked about after they were filled and they continue. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not a, this is it. We've done it. No, mm -hmm. we've come to this place and we have to understand that there's a continuation. There's a comma after this, yeah. this mm -hmm. setting here, mm -hmm. there's a comma after this. Ooh, That's good. And when you said, and when you said, uh, making room, making room that to me jumped up in my spirit as that's the comma, that's mm. the continuation. Mm -hmm. There's a remarkable book and you all probably have read it as well. Um, we all in, in seminary and, mm -hmm. and um, by Jessica Brown mm -hmm. called Jessica making Brown. room at making the well, room at the well. tremendous, yes. tremendous yes. offering. And, uh, and it speaks to, uh, it, it speaks to mental health, but it has so many other components mm -hmm. in it as well, mm -hmm. but it speaks to our assignment. Mm -hmm. As the mm -hmm. church, mm -hmm. we have to find ways to make room. Mm -hmm. 
we 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 sing about it, Melvina. Mm-hmm. We we sing about it, Randall. Mm-hmm. There's room at the cross, but we close the door mm-hmm. and say, "No, you got to fix up before you show up." Mm-hmm. But but we have that's our continuation statement mm-hmm. there, and that is as you aforestated, and that is to make room. We have to make room. Make room. There, there's room at the cross. There is room. And there's more water in the well. There's more water in the well. That's right. Yes, indeed. Wow, that's, that was... Um... Whew. Wow, this has been a powerful hour. Yes. 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 Yeah, so I feel yeah. like I can um, you know, go on and complete that which God have placed in me Amen. to do you know like mm. wow yeah i don't know what i came here for today <laughs> i don't the one thing i know about god is god is always up to something and i don't always know what that is and that's Several. the excitement of following god mm. that you don't really have to know god is a great leader so yeah if yeah. god is leading god is going to lead you on the path mm. and one of the paths is breaking the bondage of addiction. It's like yes. so that God can um, renew us and restore us and continue to recover that which He put in us. Because recovery mm-hmm. is about God bringing forth that pure gold. So we cannot ever feel like we, you can't tarnish God's image in your life. Mm. Right. The image of God is love. That's what God's image is, not yeah. what we think. It's love. And that God put that in there. The divinity is there. So God will come along and just go, just blow the dirt right off you. And just, that's what he's, that's what he wants to do through this ministry. That's what he's been doing through this ministry. That's what he's going to do through Embrace Recovery and any other community of people that are into rebuilding people's lives. So thank you again, Walter. Yeah, yes. I'm you. sitting. I'm sitting here in Oz because I'm thinking about something Jessica Brown she had she has said in one of her preaching engagement, you know, at a school of theology, and um and what she has said. I'm trying to remember how it went, but I do know the text. Uh, the prophet uh commanded the lady to go get all the vessels mm-hmm. and fill the vessels up with oil, mm-hmm. um, and sell the vessels of oils, and you will never run out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the question was, uh. Which one I'm stopped? Mm. You know, did did the lady stop getting the vessels, mm. or did she run out of oil? Mm. And so sometimes I ask myself the same question. Wow, great! You know, uh, where did the flow stop? Are we stop uh, pouring into people, mm. or are we stop going out here and getting people? Mm. You know, because the command was to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's the part that we play in it. And I'm just so grateful wow. that the Machine Foundation wow. uh, is still flowing living water. Amen. You know, the Machine Foundation allowed um, a new thing. Amen. You know, when God said, eyes have not seen, no ears heard, you know, with breaking the bondage of addiction ministry, they come in, you know, uh, that we are still ministering to people, you know, every Sunday from 930 to 11 a.m. Um, and what make us different, and me and Matt Vinnie, we had this discussion one time before, what make us so different is uh, a church, and you said it, a place that people congregate, you know, to come, they meet weekly or twice a week or three times a week, and they continue to get poured into, and they come back the next week, they get poured into. But what happened in ministry is that we pour and they go. We pour and they go. Mm-hmm. Every week when you come here at Breaking the Bonds of Addiction Ministry, 
you're allowed to see 25, 30 new faces, mm-hmm. you know, because they're going back to their pastors. Mm-hmm. They come through the ministry and we're helping them to sustain from drugs and alcohol. Because we know it was a drugs and alcohol that got him to this ministry. Uh, yeah. But it's God that's dealing with them with a lifestyle Ooh. of change. Certainly. That's Breaking good. the bondages of that's addiction. Good. That's good. Yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm excited about what this ministry is doing. I'm, I'm excited about YouTube up today being a part of it. And, and most honored, most honored that the Machine Foundation allows space like this. Yeah. You know, uh, the God word can be heard because the Bible do say that heaven and the earth going to pass. Mm-hmm. A God word is going to stand. So we want to thank our viewing audience for showing up here on Testify Tuesday. Get in the herd. We thank you. We thank you again. The man behind the scene. Uh, Justice, you got any uh, final remarks that you want to put out here that's going to happen throughout the week here at the Machine Foundation? Yeah, man. Uh, well, first off, I can't believe it's been a full year. Yes. Um, I haven't been on board for the whole year, but I've yes. been on. Uh, I've been there for, for yes. a lot of it. Um, <clears throat> that's really cool, man. Congratulations. Yes. Yes, Congratulations. Um, so tomorrow, uh, Nathan is back in the uh, captain's chair. Whoop, whoop. Uh, we're going to have Jacqueline Brown. This one's going to be cool because, uh, she does, she's does advocacy. She does podcasting. She's a writer. Um, we're going to be talking about mental health, uh, addiction and everything that, you know, that has to do with mental health is a huge part of addiction yes. that, yes. you know, sometimes gets overlooked. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that's kind of tragic sometimes. Cause that's, like I said, it's a huge part of it. Uh, and then on Thursday, uh, it's going to be me and Nathan. Uh, we're going to be talking to Moses. Okay. Uh, this <laughs> yes. man has, well, he's four, throw it out. he has he, almost yes. 40 years, yes. 40, oh years. 40 years. That's, wow. I mean, yes. awesome. He's awesome. I don't even, I, what do you even say about that? That's, that's, <laughs> you know, I mean, but yeah, so, uh, so thanks everybody. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Yes. All right, have a great day. Make the rest of your day the have best of the day. day. <laughs> In Jesus' name, God bless. Hi, everyone. I'm Honesty Liller. I am the CEO of the McShen Foundation and a woman in long-term recovery. Since May 27, 2007, I have not used drugs or alcohol. Woo-woo! Thank you so, so much to the Richmond Times Dispatch and all of our voters for getting the Herd podcast. Those podcasts are amazing. Not only has it helped thousands upon thousands of people in their recovery, as well as family members, but it has helped me in my personal recovery. I get to listen to them now in my car through Spotify and iHeartRadio. And it's just really, really important for us to be innovative in the addiction field and the recovery community. So when COVID hit, we had to be innovative. You know, we really had to think of like, what can we do to reach people that cannot go to 12-step meetings? smart recovery, faith-based, whatever, um, that we're shutting down constantly. So we were innovative here at McShen. Let's start podcast. So with Todd, John, Alex, um, and some other staff, you know, we all just kind of jumped in who can do what. And um, with Todd's lead and John's lead, the podcasts have been amazing and we're still doing them today. So I want to thank you for all of your votes and all of your energy and all of your support of our mission of healing families and saving lives. Thanks.